bread spit up. I'm about to recommend something other than the BBC, so I firstly need to get the following out there. I am a big fan of the BBC. I think it is a fabulous institution. When asked to describe what makes a Briton feel British, the BBC is one of the pieces of cotton woven into the fabric of our nationality. From radio, music, podcasts, websites, and of course television, and a lot more, its output quality and range is immense and wide-reaching. I would be hard-pressed to describe a single day in which goes by that I do not consume it to some degree or another, and many others do the same without even realising it. In terms of its quality, and particularly its news output, it sets the standards, and without it, and its need not to rely on advertising and influences from elsewhere, our threshold would fall and fall, and we would soon be complaining. The cotton is woven into the fabric of our cultural identity. For me, over the last 11 years, I have been a very frequent user of BBC iPlayer. When I first used it, I remember thinking how revolutionary it was. I could watch what I wanted up to seven days after broadcast without having to remember to tape it, or well, later Sky Plus it, and I could watch it on my PC. I remember when individual programmes needed to be uploaded to iPlayer just after broadcast on television. I would be madly refreshing the page for a few hours after broadcast to sometimes find it still not uploaded. How times change. Now it's automatic. Alongside iPlayer, each channel has its own catch-up service. Plus, there are streaming platforms, this video on demand, which has emerged too. For years I've subscribed to Netflix. The money pumped into its productions are mind-boggling. I've recently watched the fourth series of The Crown. The production value here is just wonderful. I know to take it with a pinch of salt, but it does make me question my relationship with the monarchy. Maybe I need to talk to myself about another piece of this cotton. However, I do recommend watching The Crown and have a look at Netflix. For my monthly subscription, over the years I've watched some brilliant films, documentaries, irreverent and layered cartoons, and period dramas and everything else in between. This particular post, however, is about my recommendation to you of the new-ish streaming service, Britbox. For years I've been following Britain's attempts to enter the streaming on-demand market. This is different to channel catch-up services that each channel offers. The on-demand market is very crowded. With years and years under their belts, the likes of Netflix and Amazon Prime are already nestled into a competitive fight for attention. In Britain, trials came in the renditions of the codename Project Kangaroo and Project Seesaw, but they failed for a multitude of reasons. The last death knell came from the competition's watchdog. Quite how, I do not know. But finally, out of the ashes, at the end of last year, emerged Britbox. At first, I could not comprehend what it was trying to do. I felt I had already paid for the content through the license fee 
or through my eyeballs seeing advertising on ITV. Britbox is a joint enterprise between the BBC and ITV, so it seemed in my mind that it was just trying to charge me again for seeing a few old box sets and a few old programmes. During the first lockdown, which felt very different to the second one we recently experienced, and I imagine will feel different yet again to Tier 4, which we're about to enter, this first one, time seemed to stand still. With the sun blowing down one day in April, whilst enjoying the birds sing and the lack of the ugly hum from the traffic nearby, I was sitting in the garden sunbathing when I received a text message from my mobile phone provider offering me a six-month trial of BritBox. With no gym to go to, my holiday cancelled, and events being postponed or zoomified, I decided to take up this offer and see what was in their archives. I was presented with a catalogue of full series of mainly old BBC programmes and films. I instantly felt that, oh, I've paid for this before. So I asked myself if I would allow 5 to leave my bank account when it auto-renewed after these six months had elapsed. I was scrolling through the back catalogue thinking of all these box sets that I actually really would like to see. And then it hit me. How wonderful the very resource was that I now had access to. There were thousands upon thousands of hours of content all in one place. I loosely understand licensing restrictions. I remember for most of iPlayer's life, the programs had been available on the site for only seven days. It was upped a year or so ago to 30 days for many programs, and now some in-house productions have been extended to much, much longer. Trying to gain the rights for old content, I imagine, must be a minefield, but that is what BritBox has pulled off. Throughout the years, I've heard about a classic piece that I must watch. I've tried to seek this out. In my quest to watch these, I've gone to YouTube, but often, due to licensing, it is split between a few videos. The aspect ratio may be a bit dodgy, the audio might be out, or part of it may have been taken down and removed after a copyright claim. Many years ago, I attempted to obtain the programmes and films which were recommended by different means, but... This was in a virus-stricken outback. And then there was the fact that in more recent years, ISPs have intervened and it has made the market almost entirely disappear. So here are a few programmes I recommend on BritBox. One is the series Up. While studying sociology at university, within the nature versus nurture debate, we were referred to watch the series Up or the BBC's Child of Our Time, which I am a massive fan of and have written about on this blog. I had only briefly seen clips of the Up series, but here it was on BritBox in all its glory. It is about a group of 14 children followed every seven years throughout their life. Starting in 1964, it starts when the children are seven years old. With the entire catalogue here, I watched every single episode. It was 
fascinating. Nothing before on such a scale had been attempted on television. It is just magical to watch how the children develop personalities and traits and how perhaps they continued, stopped or morphed into adulthood, depending maybe on their innate functions or the environment about them. I then fancied some easy watching and I noticed Keeping Up Appearances. Throughout the years I've watched many episodes of Keeping Up Appearances on Dave or channels in the high 111s or thereabouts. As I looked I realised every single episode broadcast including the Christmas specials were here. As a major fan of Hyacinth Bouquet I enjoyed every single one of them. And then a few months ago the first episode of Spitting Image was released. I hugely anticipated the return of this to our TV screens. This was one of the programmes that I was told I must watch. Of course, segments were available on YouTube, but it was always very difficult to see a whole episode. Watching episodes from back in the 1990s, I could appreciate the magnitude of it. I laughed at the satire and slapstick, but I couldn't fully appreciate the politicians as it focused on people long gone. I wondered if the new one would live up to expectations and although it started off quite slowly at first I think it did. All 10 episodes have now been released. I strongly recommend signing up to the free trial at least just to watch these. Each episode lasts for only 23 minutes and it ridicules the ridiculousness of politicians and celebrities. The release of Spitting Image was contentious in my mind. From hearing of its popularity decades ago, I would have expected to find its home on one of the mainstream channels, say the BBC or ITV, for example. I think that it should be here, but I do understand the approach that it's gone for. It's cleared in my mind. This program was brought and commissioned by BritBox, they were the ones that threw money at the creators to produce the puppets and make satire. ITV and the commercial arm of the BBC are joint venture owners of BritBox SVOD Limited, with Channel 4 also joining ranks just after it launched. This is a whole different kettle of fish. The six-month trial has now ended and the auto renew has taken money from my account. I am happy for this to continue for a bit, as there are many more programmes I am still to see. As we now enter T4, why don't you give it a try? Speak soon, Samuel.